2023. We're here at the end of the year, Upright Citizens. We're taking a look back today and checking out some of the bright moments that really stuck out in our memory. Ruben, how is it the end of 2023 all of a sudden? What what happened? <laughs> wow. I, I, I don't know. It's 2023. Check it out. 2023, we did 23 episodes. Ha! Brilliant. Hello. Look at Unintentional that. too, right? It just happened. <laughs> it was just brilliant. <laughs> but we had uh, just a, such a great year here at Upright Citizen. So many incredible guests and episodes. And yeah. uh, it's just been a blast. Another great year of Upright Citizens. And we want to take a peek back at some of the moments that really stuck out in our memories. And um, I don't know. Is there anything you want to you wanna add before we before we get into our clips? We're going to just check out some clips from uh from 2023 man let's 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 jump into it all right well let me talk about this first one <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of this year um fell in april in the spring uh, of 2023 mm-hmm. and i knew because we release every tuesday and i was looking at the calendar i was like okay april 4th mm-hmm. oh that's 4 4 hello being a music the music nerd that i am i was like okay <laughs> let's talk about walking <laughs> so that kind of opened up a little uh a, a opened up the door for us to to investigate and learn about early walking the pioneers this episode it was uh episode number 69 and we titled it four four day special whatever that means mm-hmm. pioneers of walking base mm-hmm. but we really dug into the different early styles that influenced the modern walking that we know now and it's really to me it's just fascinating to know a bit of the history and the origins of what we're checking out Very. and one of the big takeaways for me and we'll hear this in the clip too is about the, the the okayness of feels changing quick, <laughs> keeping things interesting and moving and changing on a dime. Mm-hmm. And then also just the different sound production type of ideas with the bow, the Bartok pizzicato, slapping. Mm-hmm. Let's check out the clip. Here it goes. Maybe we, we can touch on the different styles that kind of led to, to the modern walking bass. I mean, where, where do we start? We start with uh, the Arco, right? We said Arco, Arco 2 feel, mm-hmm. you know? That's what I'm... I associate when bowls when bow playing and I ask you this maybe maybe you have that in the in the playlist and I didn't hear it but most of the bold uh, playing I heard was in two right zoom mm-hmm. zoom zoom, yep. zoom 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 mm-hmm. zoom you know whatever you know um, and, and, a, and a few passing in there and uh, it's a few little passing yeah. notes in there but not a whole lot of zoom 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 not a whole bunch of that yeah. right I guess it had because the the walking bass hadn't quite. Well, if you check out the Bill the Bill Johnson track, uh, uh-huh. St. Louis Man, uh-huh. he'll do some walking with oh, yeah. the bow. Okay, so he he'll he, play so. in all four beats with the bow. And so, uh, from from reading up on this, um, yeah, it would it would change from an arco two feel to walking like like that. Like uh, the 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 feels would change. Like we think we think modern days about walking for a whole chorus and then perhaps changing up the feel. You know, and that's just arbitrary, obviously. But if you're playing traditional like down the middle swing and you're walking and you change to a two feel like on bar seven of a of a blues or whatever or a standard or something like that you're gonna get a look you're gonna get vibe it's that's totally a thing but in this in this earlier new orleans music the feels from the bass roll would 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 change like that like the drop of a hat going between um you know walking uh with the bow playing in a two feel with the bow arco uh plucking but doing like the bar talk 
right. pizzicato, which yeah. I think is, you know, that has to be noted. The Bartok pizzicato is different than what the modern uh, pizzicato is that we right. do as bass players, but it's how you see if you go to see the symphony. That's where that comes from. They're plucking up yes. in a little bit more of a blended type of kind sound. Kind of a plucking, kind um, of with almost closer to the, your, 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 the end, your index finger usually uh, probably or, or the, the, the yeah. to the tip of your finger and kind of plucking upwards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Away from your body. Away, away from, from the, instead of towards your Down to away. the next string. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also that helps with uh, being able to hold the bow mm-hmm. while you do pizzicato, right. right? It's easier, it's generally easier to, if you're holding a bow and going back and forth between playing arco and pizzicato, makes that makes sense. a lot more sense because you can't, it's really tricky. I mean, we're doing... We're on Zoom and we're making visual <laughs> representations of what it is we're trying to talk about. It doesn't make any sense. But, um, but you know, if you do the traditional, like, thinking about having the side of your finger playing the pizzicato and pulling to the next string, it's near impossible to hold a bow no, while you do that. No, no. So you kind of have to make a con- uh, uh, consideration of how to deal with that. So, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, there's, there's the elements of, we've mentioned it a number of times now, uh, playing arco in two, playing arco in four, and then also doing the pizzicato, this Bartok pizzicato, mm-hmm. which had a little bit more of a, a pluck right. or a slap type of element to it. You can get a real percussive sound yes. with doing that type of, uh, a, like a really um, sharp sound that'll cut yes. through. Yes. And of course we need to mention, obviously, or maybe maybe not, um, there was no amplifiers, right. no pickups. No nothing. You know, there wasn't even electrical recording. I mean, we're talking about recording to wax cylinders for goodness sake. You yes. know, like how do you project onto that, you know? So that was very so welcome, right? If it you had to be heard. I mean, even though the, the, the tone, <laughs> even though the tone of the note, of the actual note you yeah. were playing was s- suffered a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the slap usually would be, or the snap or whatever you want to call it, would be so loud and percussive it's cutting through the band but you don't quite hear the boom you're more like mm. you know i mean i don't know how to yeah, <laughs> yeah. the slap is <laughs> probably hard. louder yeah, than the actual note that was that was i always found that right. very interesting when i hear when i when i hear those recordings wow talking about the bass geekery <laughs> <laughs> going deep <laughs> digging deep yeah we were we were very um, uh, high-leveled nerds, you know, uh, on the bass tip, which was cool with isn't me. It, <laughs> isn't it interesting, though? Yeah, I, I I love that. I mean, we 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 really uh, dove into some serious territory, and I was actually very grateful to do that um, because there was many things that I probably had in the back of my head, small things that came brought to the for, you know forefront, and I learned a lot actually from from um, the. Uh, the research we did for that episode. Um, thank you for bringing that to um, the table. Me, and, me too. Me and, too. Um, well, speaking speaking of learning, mm-hmm. what's our next clip? Ah, episode seventy nine. Always be learning. ABL. It's learning, but learning. Always be learning. <laughs> Always be <N-I-N>. learning. <laughs> you know. Um, let's let this clip, you know, rip, and we'll talk about it after. It's a, it's a really good thing to do, put yourself in those new situations. Even taking a lesson on a different instrument. Mm. I mean, talk about from the bass perspective. Hello. You know, take a lesson from a pianist. Oof. Take a lesson from a drummer. Take a lesson from a vocalist, big time. Do you know what I mean? Like, all of that can be transferred onto, onto the instrument. I, I think it's funny, you saying all this. It takes courage to actually do that. It's, big time. It takes courage to do everything you just said. Uh, why don't most of us 
who probably have the will to do it have the courage to actually mm. follow through with something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Ego. it's something else. It's it's. I just thought about that. I was like, it takes courage to actually take a lesson from a piano or someone because you're 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 exposed in a kind of way that you, especially once you've developed uh, on your instrument or in your way of thinking, way of playing when it's a little more sure. advanced to kind of pull back and be like, okay, how can I become you know that student being the chair of the student you've been teaching you know forever you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and it might check you might get checked on things that you think you know no doubt or you know like that you just put in your mind as concrete information but yeah it can be it can for sure be scary and um you know i think there's a different thing if you're talking about like i want to go out and take a calligraphy class right Uh, that might inform you or or educate you on a human level and perhaps even a musical level Wow. So, all right, Bob. Have you taken a lesson with a vocalist yet? Hmm? Oh, huh? um, no. No, no, I have not. But I uh, mm-hmm. I have good intentions. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll no doubt. That way. No doubt. But I do. Mm-hmm. I, I really would love to, though. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's. um, Yeah, I, I think there's a lot that we can gain as bassists mm-hmm. from from. I mean, exactly what we were talking about just there. Yeah. There's a lot that we can gain from from understanding uh, different where different people are coming from. No doubt. I, I mean, to t- I took your advice. I didn't take your advice, but I gave that advice to another uh, <laughs> student of mine. You literally took the advice. Like recently, actually. I, t- <laughs> nice. I, had a, I love it. I had a, I had a student actually, uh, you know, a, a guy, I was in New York and he, he had a lesson with me and, and um, he was in New York for another week and he said, can I have another lesson? I said, well, I'm leaving in you know the next two days i won't have time but i have yeah. a good friend of mine who's a drummer why don't you take a take a lesson with him and he was like really oh can you, can oh, you give cool. me his number and you know and he was so thankful for that advice so i was like yeah you know uh, yeah, ah. yeah. Th- thank bob the boo thank the bob the boo <laughs> that's fantastic that's yeah, fantastic no doubt, that's great right? anyway excellent <laughs> well cool well that was a really fun episode and speaking of fun we were really blessed to have the great, the maestro, John Clayton, join us for an episode just recently. And uh, he really, Ruben, I, I, I know you agree with me. He, he blew my mind. No he blew our mind with some really, really open and just basically frank discussion about life and being human. And uh, mm-hmm. I had the great opportunity to ask John Clayton what inspires him and keeps him staying staying positive Mm. and what we heard back was really interesting uh he uses other people's energies Mm. and surrounds himself with positivity positive people Mm. and he shows great (laughs) in a funny funny episode uh part of this clip too he shows that he's grateful to folks who show him who he does not want to be hello let's check it out (laughs) people give energy we we both know that you know and um i I like to feed off of the energy. You know, this this feels good because even though we have a screen between us, we feel each other's vibe. We feel each other's energy. That's how powerful to me, how powerful energy is. You know, without even looking at you guys and just hearing you talk and everything, I can feel, I can feel where you are. I can feel your smiles. I can feel, you know, so... I think that uh, my go-to is to to use other people's energies to 
support my own, to enhance mm-hmm. mine. And, and, right. and that's a choice sometimes. Often it is a choice. Sometimes it's not yeah. something, you know, you grow up into, with your family, you're going to have that family energy. So, you right, know, but, right, right. but I can choose the other people I want to be around and, wow. and who right. influence me. Go. And mm-hmm. so if I'm around people that are having a hard time and really negative and nasty and, you know, suffering and mad and all that, then I can choose like, I, I first, first of all, I'll feel like, wow, wow, you, I'm, man, I'm, I'm going to send some vibes out to you, some light, because you're having a hard time. Uh, yeah. But then the but next that, thing. But it's funny, you, it's funny you say that, too. But that also teaches you how you, you definitely don't want to be perceived or how you don't want to be. I'm like. Bingo. Amen. Amen. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. You know what? And, and actually, Ruben, you just said something really profound, because if we take it a step further, we need to thank them. <laughs> I need to go, man. You are such an asshole, but thank you, because you just taught me I never want to be like you. No. <laughs> that aspect of who you are, I don't want have nothing to do with it. And I, you know, thank you for helping me understand that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, that's real, though. You know, if we're really, that's, you yeah, know. So anyway, I, I use I use people's energy, man. I I, I go to, uh, I go to the people that make me feel good that make me smile and then because and that just kind of is my go-to for everything if i if i'm writing music and i you know i hit a wall and i got a deadline you know i might have to get in my car and go to the jazz club or wherever and hear some music and Mm -hmm. and automatically now i'm in an environment a room full of people who are there to be uplifted by the music that they're hearing. So I'm feeling their vibes. I'm feeling their, their joyous, their anticipation, their spirit. I'm listening to the musicians and they're going to be sharing their expression. You know, that's some other energy, right? And, and I may not even connect with all the songs they play, you know, but I'm going to be feeling that energy. Now, when I go home, I'm inspired. Wow. This man has, mounds and mounds of humility right i mean just uh you know the experiences that he's had and 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 what he shared with us his his experience and his also his vulnerability actually he did a lot of that during this just podcast anyway i i i i think of many things he said daily actually in the past you know um in my base life and my uh you know my walk in everyday life so thank you john clayton for giving us those you know sweet gems yes yeah it was amazing it was amazing ruben i would say the same to you you know i wouldn't take this moment too to just express my gratitude for uh you being on this podcast and our conversations and the time we get to spend together here over this last year i've just learned so much and Mm and really thought a lot mm-hmm. in our sessions and then just off in my daily life, whether the bass is in my hand or mm-hmm. if I'm out, even just like in daily life, thinking about some of our conversations. Hey, so hey, thank ditto. you. I'll take the time thank to say you. thank you, man. Yeah, you've, you've, hey. you've, you've put, you know, put me in deep thought, you know, from the experiences you have, because we all have our own experiences and, and you know, enlightened me on, on, on a whole bunch of things i didn't think i wasn't thinking about before so i thank you also bob and uh you know why don't you set up our next clip you know (laughs) about aphorisms
<laughs> yeah. Oh, so this is our first ep. Wouldn't this our first episode of uh, twenty three? Yep. I think it was episode. It's it's from episode number sixty four, mm-hmm. and it was aphorisms for a new year. Yeah. Is that what we? Ti- that's what we titled it. <laughs> and uh, we were joking back then about learning what the definition of aphorisms is, and um, I'm happy to say that I'm here in the end of twenty twenty three, and I've still not looked. <laughs> But, no, I'm sure we looked it up, but there was it basically we were we were kind of just simplifying it down perhaps to mantras or phrases or, mm. um, you know, mindsets, mm-hmm. honestly, right. is what, what it boils down to. But right. put put into words. Yeah. And um, there was a, a great, really short, terse phrase <laughs> that got introduced to me by, by my good friend, this great, great trumpet player, Riley Milhoker. Uh, a few years ago, and he told me about this phrase, play less, listen more. Mm-hmm. And it really just struck me instantaneously. It makes a lot of sense. It's a mantra I can't try to keep in mind. I talk more about it in this clip, but it helps me to, if I can keep it in my mind, to check myself a little bit, check that ego a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and really try to focus in on what the music needs. And that can't really be answered when my brain is going nonstop. So no. uh, this could also perhaps be adapted to, in daily life, Maybe say less and listen more. Oh. Play less, listen more. Hello. Play less that's, that's, I and love listen that flow. more. I love that flow. You said terse, and then now you're saying play less, listen more. You you explain what it is. <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. That's great. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, but what does that what does that mean? What do you what, what do you take from that, Ruben? What it means to me, I mean, mm-hmm. and that's obviously something that's really tough to do when you're a youngster i know it was extremely hard for me to do sure. uh when i was youngster which was just like two years ago but mm-hmm. um Same here. it it's it's it comes with wisdom it becomes it comes with mm. uh, i mean and wait n- let me back up that's not true because there's plenty of young musicians who already have this in their playing right being yes. able to just be sensitive to others mm. you know and what they're playing before they actually play anything or making sure that you know their whatever they play is in service to others and and to yes. the whole of the music, and you know I, I think also basically that that play less listen more opens you up to so many more possibilities, right? Mm. So many yeah. uh, more uh, chances to to bring out your own craft if you hear what others are playing and being able to be in service and 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 really uh you know kind of be selfless in that way i mean yes. uh, hopefully i, I covered, covered it all just now you don't have absolutely to thank you <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well you uh, uh you, ahead, yeah man. you the, the, the very first aphorism that popped into my head with what you just said is that age does not equate with wisdom Ooh. age and wisdom they're not <clears throat> you know equal you know what i'm saying so yes there's there's a lot of stuff on me today bob dropping a lot younger of folks out there today. that are very deep and there's folks that have been around a long time that don't know much but anyways uh positive <laughs> overplaying can gum up the flow of the music and prevent space is what came to my first mind which i took a note and in the space is where a lot of the magic happens you know like leaving room to have somebody else converse or to actually um to try to get with what somebody else is saying before you say something it's kind of like, you know, yep. it's a pretty common thing where when you're listening, you should not be thinking of what you're trying to say next. You should be listening mm. and focusing on the words as they're coming because 
that's what we do when we listen. But it's a hard thing to do. That's so hard. Um, so hard. And uh, but it's it's, it's so it, play less and listen more is a mantra to me to uh, to help me stay present and not get in my own head. I mean, or, didn't you say? Did you almost write it on your bridge on on your? On oh your yeah, I did share that with you, right? <laughs> yeah, there was a time in my life uh, where I was like, I'm just gonna in pencil or maybe even in sharpie write it on the bridge of my bass so that I as like wow. a bass tattoo or something like that to where I will Hello. not forget this, you know. But you brought up, man, maybe you should just make that a sticker, Bob. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> don't so mess with stay the bass, stay man. tuned. Oh, uh, you know, com. Before long, you'll be able to buy play less, listen more bass stickers to stick right on your Hello. bridge. <laughs> Hello, we're marketing. Mm. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the, I, the, <laughs> there are other aphorisms that we 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 came up with uh, that still to this day I need to, you know, try and put in my daily life. <laughs> but that playlist, uh, listen more, is a big deal. It's a big deal. I've definitely had uh, some recording sessions. Actually, I I, I went back and, and there's some either. Uh, song titles or or album titles that 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 kind of mantra has been part of the whole uh, project that I've done yeah. Uh, and yeah I really I really love that thanks for bringing that to the table uh, and I will actually leave this podcast today and uh, <clears throat> try and put that into <laughs> but anyway moving oh, on so uh, you know we had the privilege to have the great. Massimo Bilcati on uh, mm. one of our episodes. That's, that would be episode 76. Uh, interview uh, 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 with him, you know, uh, the iReal Pro, uh, you know, inventor. That's what you call him? I don't know. You know, creator. creator. Yeah, he, there yeah, it is. he programmed creator. iReal Pro. Thank you. He spoke a lot about that program too, but yes. our clip is not really about that. No, so we, 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 brought, we brought the the bass-centric side of Massimo, yeah. his his first love, I would say, I guess. Um, and it was a reference to actually a whole nother episode that we did uh, on Odd Times signatures, or we, we called it Odd Times. Um, anyway, he talks about his time with the Lionel Luweke uh, trio and all the explorations they did and how, um, you know, you know his process in, uh, of, of working on Odd Times signatures. I, I, I really oh, yeah. liked his his take on it and um let's let's share that with you right now back to a previous episode we were talking about odd time signatures mm, or bring it back to the uh, base we, yes we bring it uh <laughs> I, I like the term that that ruben used uh, unfamiliar they're not odd they're just unfamiliar, unfamiliar. perhaps <laughs> uh which is really really nice and i've adopted that for sure but uh yeah the work with gilfema and Lionel is just uh, amazing mm. uh do you have any insights that you could share uh, what the process was like for the group or personally with uh, dealing with unfamiliar time signatures? Spending time with the unfamiliar will, will make it familiar. Mm-hmm. And so I remember uh, being at school in Berkeley and, and I was like, oh, how do I learn how to play in five and feel five? So I would just walk up and down Mass Avenue back and forth when I go to class and use my steps as these are the quarter notes and in my head sing something that would be a, something in five or a subdivision mm-hmm. and just let my brain absorb that over and over and, and spend time with it. And, and and this is without listening yeah. to something when you sing. Just, you, just kind of like internalizing, yes. That, oh. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. When you listen to something and kind of sing along, you're like, oh yeah, I get it. But then when you have to do it yourself, mm-hmm. 
you might not be able to do it. That's because you haven't internalized it. So mm -hmm. the only way to do that is to think about it and experience it playing it, but also with I, 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 I got a lot of um, good, um, I learned a lot by doing it without an instrument, thinking about it and singing in my head mm. that really um, made things uh, sink in deeply. Right. And as you were saying, I'm very detailed and stuff. So I would say like, okay, let me, let me think about triplet over uh, or daughter quarter note over five, how would it line up after <laughs> it lines up after mm. three bars? Like, let me see if I can mm -hmm. sing that and come up with ex rhythmic exercises mm. and do it in my head. Mm. Or it's a great way to, if you can't sleep, you mm -hmm. try to do that in your head in bed, Hello. like you will fall asleep in no time. But but in the <laughs> meantime, you've practiced some odd meters at the same time. So it's it's, it's um, uh, or on a plane, like, you know, yeah, I mean, you just have so much time, right? You have yeah. so much time that you could do it. That, that's kind of just area. You're like, okay, uh, let me just focus on right. this. I like that. We have to coin that. Shedding in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's got a nice ring to it. There you go. That's beautiful. Like that. that was just an inspirational conversation, and that is the whole crux of the matter here at Upright Citizens. That's what we're here to do, to have great conversations about music, bass, life. All of it. And nice. I really love this next clip that you pulled up from episode number 78, Ruben, details matter. <laughs> Ultimately, all this boils down to awareness. Mm -hmm. We've talked about why we, you know, we think details are important and, um, you know, this kind of situations. But awareness is a big time a, a situation that we need to think about. So awareness increases our attention to detail mm. and practicing awareness and slowing down will quote unquote draw your eye to the finer points in any situation. Oh, Slow down and focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> Oof. What else are we doing? I've been I've been a culprit. I've been told many times that Rupin, you don't know how to focus on one thing. This is in in my life, not just music. Same here. I, I've been called out on that plenty of times. You know, early on, I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" And then I'm like, oh, "I know. I try. I try. I start one thing." And I guess we all have this in our lives, but I am a culprit of of pulling so many aspects of my life and music into one like two hours you know one or two hours yeah. like i'm doing like and i find myself oh shoot did i get what i wanted accomplished oh i kind of didn't ah right you know? or you get a lot of stuff done and it's maybe not with the attention that it deserves exactly you know so i find myself needing that focus trying to find more of that focus uh, yeah. especially in this day. And I think we all have are probably a couple of that, especially in the, this day and age of pulling, getting, getting pulled in so many different places, musically, personally, you know, all of it, definitely. but you know, yeah, that's a big deal, man. Cause the details can definitely fall to the wayside. Cause it's hard to be detailed about every little thing, you know? And they're not prioritized. I don't think right. as much right. these days. I think details are like, Oh yeah, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Oh, yeah. Awareness and slowing down, you know, and mm. hopefully that's what we're doing in this season right now. <laughs> Happy Sounds holidays, nice. by the way. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy New Year. And I'm um, welcoming in 2024. And I'm just trying to, uh, you know, take some of that 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 uh, little bit of advice that you yeah, kind of gave us like, Ruben, you need to slow down and, and be focused 
on, on certain yeah, that's things. Just as much for me, hundred <laughs> percent. And and I definitely, I, at least that's one thing that I think I did take from from all our conversations this year. We, I didn't do, I didn't, you know, all the stuff we vomited. I didn't go ahead and and, and do everything. <laughs> but I, here. this is one thing I've been definitely focused on. You know, paying attention to certain details and following through. You know, following through mm. in a, in a, in a manner that's you know that's helps me and helps the whole. You know, so um. But anyway, uh, thank you again for a great year. I look forward to doing this again next year with you, brother. And thank you, Upright Citizen listeners, yes. for coming on our journey, hearing us talk about music, life, bass, and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, we look forward to giving you a lot more content in the new year for sure. Same to you, Ruben. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. And thank you to all our listeners. Mm -hmm. We love you all and hope you have a great new year. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you in 2024. All right. Peace. Peace.